Hi, this is Eric Schlein, and you are listening to another live podcast. This is going to be republished on the Eric Schlein podcast, and um, I am just going to share out this link to a uh, to some social media, just so other people can come in if they would like to join. Um, but this is going to be a really interesting episode uh, today. And it, it actually stems from a conversation I was having with someone uh, last night. And it's a conversation that it comes up from time to time. And, you know, what I have noticed over the years is, you know, when, you, when you're taking something on, you know, when you're, you could, you could almost say that everything in life is some kind of game with rules and boundaries and if you look at the results in your life you're winning the games that you're playing so you know if you're committed to you know living in your mother's basement and then you pretend that you want to you know run some company but all you do all day is sit in a basement and hope one day and you'll run a company and give yourself some positive affirmations and read a self-help book or two well that game produces the outcome called i'm going to sit on my mom's couch all day and do nothing with my life so that's the game you're playing and a lot of people aren't actually clear what game, you know, they're playing. So it looks like they're complaining or upset about something, but really they're actually just committed to something completely different than they say they're committed to. So I wanted to talk about how that relates to these misguided feedback loops because it often seems, right, let's say, for instance, you have an idea for a company, but the way you want to create that business you know, you have this amazing idea in your head, but it doesn't look like the way you're supposed to do it. You know, and I, I, I hate to be so stereotypical here, but look at someone like a Steve Jobs or an Elon Musk, right? They clearly created something that was being done differently than the quote unquote norm, right? So, right, with, with, with uh, Elon Musk, there was a lot of people that said, well, this is not realistic. This is not how you should build a car company. And here's the models based off the past on how to do it. And same thing with Steve Jobs on, on building a computer company. He broke a lot of rules. And it wasn't like he... And so the thing first to get is, you know, there are people who break a lot of rules, but, that's, but it's not a function of their self-expression. It's a function of this sort of automatic identity called I'm a rule breaker, I'm a contrarian, which is just as much, you know, bullcrap is you know complying because you think that's the way you should do it so it's two sides of the same coin however when you're living life from an authentic expression you're creating from a place of self from your highest purpose if you will you know from a place beyond your identity and your personality and all the automatic machinery you will inevitably start breaking rules that are based off the past because rules often were things that worked and then they become sort of a dogma and look, a lot of rules are there for good reason, right? You know, there are certain best practices that are wonderful to follow, but there are plenty of best practices that are maybe great to follow until they're not so great to follow. Um, so that's the first thing to kind of take a look at, you know, what games am I playing in my life? And are there games that are these games that I've designed or are they games that I'm living into and I feel like I have no choice about? So that's the first thing. But then when the misguided feedback loop, so what I mean by that is, you know, if you have a social feedback loop, it could look something like this, right? If I am in public and I go into a grocery store and I start screaming like a wild banshee, I will probably get, you know, maybe give me some funny looks. Um, 
you know, I might have, um, you know, there's going to be a negative social consequence to me doing that. And there's nothing that really serves by screaming around unless I'm making a YouTube video and I'm trying to get clicks and, I, and it's worth getting kicked out of a, or being banned from a, a store if, if my YouTube channel is that successful, right? Which then there's nothing wrong with doing that if you know what the consequences are going to be. So the negative feedback loop is probably a good thing because if you listen to that feedback loop, you, you're going to be less inclined to do it again because of whatever psychological pain that creates. However, here's the effed up part. And when I say effed up, it's just kind of like, you know, here's the part that isn't as, as uh, obvious to people. You know, when you're taking a stand for something and you are playing a game that not a lot of people are playing, right? So if you look at any billionaire, they have played games that other people aren't playing. If this was playing, they would be competing with everyone and they wouldn't be a billionaire. I like to... Ones where they're sort of playing these games where there's not a lot of comp low competition games and they are in some ways easier, but they might take more time to produce the result. So for instance, let's say for instance, you are single and you want to be in a relationship. I would assert, and this is what I propose, that the standard quote unquote definition, cultural definition of a romantic relationship is not what people deep down want in their heart of hearts. I mean, I look at most marriages and I'm not really inspired, quite frankly, by most marriages. However, it's not like necessarily they're miserable. They might just be fine in their marriage. Um, I don't, there's very small percentage of married couples that are giggly and still holding hands. And there's like this euphoria and butterflies. And, and you know, even people listening to this right now might say, well, that passes over time and, and that's not really realistic and blah, 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 blah. However, however, uh, when you go into a relationship, a lot of it's just like, well, I fell into this relationship. We fell in love. It felt really good at the beginning. And then the butterflies disappeared over time. And now it's fine and it's realistic, but blah, 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 blah. But then there might be things internally of, you know, wow, I really wish I could have had a threesome with my wife, but she doesn't want to. And now there's a part of you that gets suppressed. Or it could be, I really want to have, you know, three little apartments or apartments in different cities around the world, but my husband thinks that's unrealistic and stupid, so a little bit of part of me dies and gets suppressed. And of course, the, the way that we um, deal with it, high light bright and high Scottish shite, the, the, the way that we deal with it is we call it, well, we're just being realistic. Well, we're in a marriage now. You have people say, well, I'm in a marriage, so that's married life for you, blah, 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 right? And there's a part of them that kind of dies. Now, why do people go into these kinds of dynamics that aren't fully serving their highest purpose at their highest level? And that's actually a very black and white answer. You can really easily get to the source of that. And what's at the source of that? Think, yeah, I would rather be too single too light, right? So what, what's at the source of that is when you take a stand for something that is outside sort of the cultural norm outside of the, you know, this is the quote unquote realistic thing to do. You got to remember the average person who works a nine to five job they hate is overweight and kind of miserable and in a relationship that they're fine with if they are in a relationship. And it's not like they're at choice of it. It's not like, well, I've chose all these dynamics is this is the realistic dynamic, right? So 
most people just kind of go through the motions like that. Now, when you are taking a stand for something outside of going through the motions, because it's a function of your natural self-expression, the more outside it is of going through the motions, the more negative, short-term negative feedback you're going to get. So there's a lot of people, right? It's like, well, you know, I had all these dreams when I was 12 and then I put myself out there in that way and they got smashed and I decided, well, that's not realistic. Blah, 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 blah. I love that light bright. You know, light bright says, uh, I've got huge goals. I want to love every day tenaciously as I get there. I'm unrealistic. And that's awesome. So it's kind of like you're playing this game, right? Which the culture might call unrealistic and you're taking a stand for this game. And what's going to show up if you're truly playing a rare kind of game is most people aren't going to want to play your game. It's kind of like, you know, Hey guys, I want to play Monopoly. Well, I like this part of Monopoly, but you know, this whole pass go thing and I get $200. Um, I'm not really into that part of the game. So what we do as human beings is we go, well, I guess I'll be realistic and settle for a little bit and you know, blah, 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 blah. What you will find is the more outside the cultural norm um, you are from the game you're committed to playing, whether it's in your you know, relationships, your professional life, your jobs, your family, whatever it is for yourself, you'll find that most people don't actually fully want to play their game, your game. You know, if you're lucky on occasion, you'll find people who uh, find little parts of the game. You know, Lightbright says, my purpose in life is to make a difference in the world on a huge scale. I think that's incredible. Um, highly recommend some amazing resources, especially get trained in tribal leadership. And I would also get trained in uh, Landmark's Curriculum for Living. It's just a really incredible access to sort of expanding on that purpose. But, you know, a million ways to skin a cat. Um, I digress. I would also say, and you're very welcome. Let me know how it goes. Um, and if you want to follow me on Instagram, it's at Eric Schlein, E-R-I-C-S-C-H-L-E-I-E-N on Instagram. And you can follow me there. Um, I also have, you know, the podcast, the Eric Schlein podcast. Um, and also an investing podcast for those interested in investing, the Intelligent Investing Podcast. However, when it comes to social loops, um, you'll find that you get an immediate negative social loop of, oh, people don't want to play my game. You're, getting, you're, you're in this essence getting the same psychological pain as you would get from screaming like a wild banshee in the supermarket where that is a proper, yes, that is, yes, E-R-I-C-S-C-H-L-E-I-E-N. That is, that is my Instagram handle. You got it, you got it right, Light Bright. Give me a follow and I... I'll, I'll follow anyone back and I answer all questions. So if you have, you know, upcoming questions later on, you're always welcome to shoot me a DM and I respond to all DMs, even if it takes a few weeks. So that is a commitment I make to everyone uh, who listens to, um, you know, the show in, in some way. Now, the, the, this is interesting though, right? It's like you're getting the same psychological pain, uh, psychological consequences of doing something extremely inappropriate in a supermarket um, where you should be getting that negative consequence, right? It's not appropriate to go, you know, scream like a wild banshee in a supermarket and run around naked. Unless, of course, you're doing it for YouTube and you're willing to be with the consequence called that you're probably going to get banned from the supermarket. However, and sometimes worse consequences, absolutely. So, however, when you're playing a game that people, um, that most people aren't interested in playing, um, you're also going to face social consequences. People are going to call you names. People are going to actually get triggered. You're going to have all kinds of reactions around you. And in the short term, it could look like what you're doing isn't working. Oh, God, I'm doing this thing. There must be something wrong with me. Or, oh, my God, clearly this isn't realistic. Why am I being delusional? 
And but here's the thing. When you're playing a game with low competition and not a lot of people are playing, and you're taking a stand for exactly what you want, it's very simple. Set the conditions, see who shows up to the party. It could take five, seven, ten years for someone to show up to the party. And especially if you're someone taking action, right? So Lightbright, really great. So Lightbright says, I don't have a lot of support. My family doesn't want to help me because they think I'm not being responsible. Like I'm just out effing up, but I'm doing so much good. Look, I think a lot of us, a lot of my colleagues and friends, we've dealt with similar stuff. And whether it's from family or from friends or from other communities, you'll find that as you start doing things outside their box of awareness, um, people get triggered. And, you know, the thing is, you know, as, as effed up as this is to say, you know, if they can go out of their way to have the energy to be upset with you, they actually give a crap. And, you know, sometimes parents... You know, if you're listening and this is something where your parents are having a reaction, sometimes parents, you know, parents usually, I mean, there are exceptions, but usually they love you and want the best for you. And if you're doing something outside their box of awareness, it's going to freak them the hell out. And this is their way of saying, hey, I love you and I want you to be stable or I want you to live a great life. And, you know, because parents, all they want is to know that their kids turned out. That's that's really it. And so you kind of have to be with this consequence called my parents may not get me and think that I'm effing my life up. And if you're not willing to be with that, then then screw trying to create a game that's sort of outside these cultural norms and, and do something more normal at the expense of your life. You know, and, and as much as you love your puppy, it's not their life, it's your life. So anyway, that's all I wanted to share about the this sort of context of games and these sort of misguided feedback loops. And I, um, all I would say is, you know, if you want to reach out to me for more support, I'm happy to connect. And uh, thank you so much. I appreciate everyone who uh, is listening. And again, you can follow me on Instagram. It's just E-R-I-C-S-C-H-L-E-I-E-N on Instagram. You can also follow me on Twitter, also Eric Schlein on Twitter. Um, and then I have the Eric Schlein podcast which I do as well. So I'm super easy to get a hold of. Um, I'm extremely open and I love connecting with new people and love connecting with people who are a fan of the show. Um, you know, and I want to just also thank you guys. Um, you know, we have over 300,000 uh, downloads now and over 5,000 subscribers. And I cannot have this platform do this without you guys' support. So I really am grateful for that. I'm, I'm really appreciative. Um, if you could also do me a favor on Apple iTunes, if you can give... Uh, either of my podcasts, a, you know, a review and an honest review. Um, I also have a book for those interested. It's on Amazon and you can just Google my, you know, look up my name on Amazon, Eric Schlein on Amazon, see my author page. Um, but if you want to find the book directly, it's called Principles of Power, The Art and Wisdom of Badassery. And uh, that book is available both in uh, hard copy and on Kindle. Uh, I love you guys um, and you have no vote about it. Uh, thank you so much for listening, and I'll see you on the next episode. Take care, guys.